Coming up on Sports Talk with Marcel, we look ahead of tomorrow's NFL Draft and who is Trey Lance. My thoughts on LeBron James' recent actions, plus are the New York Knicks contenders this year? Your NBA NHL roundup, and I'll tell you why. The New York Yankees are just awful. MLB news and rumors and more right now on Sports Talk with Marcel. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, to the latest edition of Sports Talk with Marcel. Before I get ahead, have a little breaking news for some. Some many people may not know. Not breaking news to me personally, because I I voiced my opinion on this um this guy earlier this season, NFL season. Carolina Panthers have agreed to trade quarterback Teddy Bridgewater to the Denver Broncos for a six-round pick right before tomorrow's NFL draft, which we will get to get to. But who didn't see this coming? Honestly. Teddy Bridgewater. Up and down year, all year, the whole the whole team couldn't do pretty much without Chris McCarthy. So you was doomed um, after he went down. But that's the latest on that story. Many more stories we're going to get into. But thank you guys for joining me for this episode number 40. Today is Wednesday, April the 27th, 2021. Have, we have a lot of news to get into. Have a lot of news to get into. Um... Of course, like I say, NFL driver tomorrow. We're going to get into that MLB. And the New York Yankees is not looking like the contenders people say they are. We're going to get into that. And, of course, we're going to get into some NCAA basketball. But we're going to start off with this LeBron James situation with the um, police officer. He was um, going basically back and forth Um Last week, LeBron James' comments on the recent fatal shooting on Mika Bryant angered one Ohio bar owner so many that he has voked to no longer show NBA games at his establishment. If anyone wants to watch an NBA game, don't come to Lenny's Pub. Right way to put it. Um, Jay Lineman, owner of Cincinnati's Lenny Pub, wrote on Facebook, according to MSN, we will not air them until LeBron James have been expelled from the NBA. I'm sorry, Mr. Mr. Lemon. This is not high school. Expelled? You mean suspended? Which ain't going to happen. So, my words, go ahead and just show the NBA games. I'm sorry. Lenny also reported said that he thinks NBA players just need to play the game, and that's it. And... That their opinion doesn't really matter. Upon hearing the news, James responded in a tweet, Ah, damn. I was headed here, there to watch our game tonight and have a drink. Whoop. On Wednesday, took LeBron James took to Twitter to express his anger over the death of Bryant, who posts a photo of Nicholas Rendon, the officer who killed the 16-year-old Columbus, Ohio, on Tuesday. This last week, for those that didn't know, your next hashtag accountability, James wrote alongside with a hourglass emoji. The former Cleveland Cavalier player is a native of Akron, Ohio, which is hundred and which is around 125 miles from Columbus. James later deleted the tweet, 
and offered an uh, offered an uh, explanation. I'm so damn tired of seeing black people killed by police officers. I took the tweet. I took I took the tweet down because it's being used to create more hate. This isn't about the one police officer. It's about the entire system, and they account always use other words, use our words to create more racism. I am so desperate for more accountability. In a prior tweet, James wrote, "Anger does does any of us any good, and that includes myself." Gathering all the facts and educating those though through my anger still is here for what happened. To that little girl. My sympathy for her family and may justice prevail. Brian was killed on the um, same day that the jury found um, the police officer in Minnesota, Derek, um, Derek, guilty on all three counts of murder for the shooting of George Floyd. When Donald Trump caught wind of James' comments, he released a red. He released a statement labeling James racist. Not sure about that one, Mr. Former President Donald Trump. But I don't like to be getting to this politicians, whatever. But LeBron James do have a point to, to, to some extent, just like the owner. But I don't know if you want to run your business saying that you don't want to show nobody don't want don't want don't want to show the game. I'm just not understanding that. I'm just not understanding that. LeBron James is the best player in the league right now. He is the spokesperson for the league, if you ask me. And he's injured right now, so why would he why would they be suspending him? Going towards the playoff where the big money coming. I just that was just stupidotic for the owner to say that, but he do have a point in some some players knew some players now this is my opinion about that. Some players do need to not address those kind of those kind of problems if they not addressing the whole problem in the police in the black community. It's a lot of folks dying out here. And let's not always pay attention to the ones that is getting the um, spotlight shined on them. There's black communities, there's black on black crime, white on white crime, white on black crime, and they're not um, and be held to the title of a police officer. So when LeBron James made that tweet, of course, every some people are going to find him, you know, stop shining the light on um, stuff that the world shine the light on, shine the spotlight on stuff that is not happening. That is nobody's knowing about, like the little girl at McDonald's parking lot. I'm from Chicago. It is is very, is very sad that you have to see stuff like that nowadays. Shine a light on these stuff when it comes to black on black crime instead of white on black crime. Now I'm gonna leave it alone because I don't want to get into it because I have a lot of opinions when it comes to that. But last night's games, we saw some tremendous games last night. Um, Oklahoma City beat Boston 119 and 115. I don't know what it is about Boston. So they have been falling short lately to a lot of teams that they should not be losing to. Uh, Portland Trail Blazers 
Beat the Indiana Pacers 113-133-112. Damian Lillard dropped 23 points. Well, what's up? What's going on with C.J. McCollum? Please, C.J. McCollum, where you at? The Milwaukee Bucks defeat the Charlotte Hornets 114-104. to Giannis, 29 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists. Of course, he always going to do that in the season. I don't, I don't really care about what Giannis do from here on out in a season. I care about what he does when it come win or go home. Posties. The Brooklyn Nets beat the horrible Toronto Raptors without, I believe, um, without Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Jail Green, 22 points. And the Minnesota Twins beat Houston Rockets on 114-107. Carl Anthony Towns, 31 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists. And, of course, the Dallas, a, a surprising defeat to me. Dallas Mavericks defeat the Golden State Warriors by 20. 30. I'm 30, I mean. Luka Doncic, 39 points, 86, 6 rebounds. Tonight's NBA games. The Atlanta Magic and Cleveland Cavaliers, the Atlanta Hawks, go to Philly to play the Philadelphia 76ers, Chicago Bulls, and the Knicks. Should be a good matchup. Um, Charlotte and Boston head at the L.A. Lakers and the Washington Wizards. Washington Wizards have been playing tremendous ball, but I don't think they're going to be the, they're not really a surprise team to me when it comes postseason. If they make it, they make it. If they they don't, they don't. They're not, they not something I'm excited to see like some other people San Antonio visits the Miami to play the Miami Heat. Uh, Portland Trailblazers take on the Memphis Grizzlies. The New Orleans Pelicans, which is hot, go to Denver and play the Nuggets. And the L.A. Clippers go to Phoenix, which should be a tremendous matchup as they go against Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and the Phoenix Suns. Utah and Sacramento. Before we get into NHL, Games from last night. Chicago Blackhawks veteran forward Adam Shaw is retiring from the NHL after doctors highly recommended he stop playing to care for his long-term health after several concussions. I want people to know that I am okay. Shaw told ESPN, I am a good place, but I am going to miss it. I am going to miss it like crazy. Shaw 29 was a second steam with the Chicago where he won Stanley Cups in 2013 and 2015, which I was part of, which I was part of that tremendous, tremendous team. Not part of the team, but part of the, you know, celebration. Over the 10 years, 544 games in NHL career. Adam Shaw also played three seasons with the uh, Montreal Canadiens. However, the wing. The winger, known for his gritty physical style, very physical style, has been uh, plugged by head injuries. A concussion shot stained in November 2019 kept him off the ice for 14 months. Shaw entered his second, his his entered this season feeling optimistic and rejuvenated, but in February he was elbowed in the head during a game against the Dallas Stars and was diagnosed with another concussion. 
I know I only played 14 games this season, but to work your way back when people are telling you that you should be done, if people are doubting you should make it back, it was worth it. Shaw said, I took my time. I made sure I was feeling 100%. And then to scare and to score a field of few goals at the United Center again, it was worth it. I wouldn't change it at all. Shaw is the second long-time Chicago veteran to be forced into retirement for a medical reason this season. Brian Seabrook, which I absolutely love this dude. Great defensive dude. Brian Seabrook, 35, called it a career after Terry said the team tried to um, um, try all, all availability consecutive treatments. And nothing has worked well enough for him to live his life as an athlete. Seabrook was under contract throughout 2024. Shaw deals runs through the end of next season. If you were to ever play me in any card game, anything, I'm probably one of the most competitive person, competitive people you ever meet. Shaw said, I hate losing, and I think that's that what drove me to keep playing hockey. I guess finally someone noticed that and said, hey, this kid might not be the most skilled player, but he'll work out of out-compete anyone on ice or at least try to. I think that what people finally eventually saw when I was 19 years old, all of that is what makes me who I am as a player. Congratulations to, of course, Andrew Shaw and Brent C. Brooke. Two tremendous players I've got the chance to see in person play. Um, very gritty, very gritty people. Physical play, and we all know dang, hockey and football is just mo- two of the most dangerous sports um, in, on, in this world. We're going to transition over to a sad story. I've, it was off. It's very, very unfortunate to see situations like this. And I'm still at loss of words knowing that what this guy was doing, preparing for the draft, NBA draft at that. The University of Kentucky announced Thursday night that Terrence um, Clark, who played as a freshman for the Wildcats men's basketball team last season before declaring for the NBA draft, has died Thursday afternoon in a Los Angeles car accident. He was only 19 years old. I am absolutely gutted and sick tonight. Kentucky coach John John Calipari said in a school issue statement, a young man who we all love has just lost his life too soon. One with all of his dreams and hopes ahead of him. Terrence Crawford was a beautiful kid, someone who owned the room with his personality, smile, joy. People people gravitated to him. And to hear we have lost him is just hard for all of us to compare it right now. We are all in shock. Terrence teammates and brothers loved him and absolutely devastated. This is just a sad story. I I I just don't want to read no more of it. It's just 
it's just very, very a sad story. But they were saying that the guy had, um, he struck a vehicle, and he was speeding. He wasn't wearing a seatbelt, stuff like that. You know, small things that matters. Um, just very unfortunate. He was, he was very connected with um, Jalen Brown of the um, Boston Celtics and um, Kimball Walker. And it was just a, a very unfortunate story. Um, preparing for the NBA draft and to lose your life, that's, that's just so unfortunate. Very sad story. We're going to get go over the NHL highlights, NHL um, games from last night and get back to NHL into NCAA. Um, Detroit Wear Wings. The um, lose to the Columbia Blue Jackets, one to nothing in a final. Oh, um, final in a shootout. The Buffalo Sabres lose to the New York Rangers three to one. New York Islanders get shut out by the New York, by the uh, Washington Capitals, and the Philadelphia Flyers lose to the New Jersey Devils six to four. Boston Bruins defeat the Pittsburgh Penguins three to one. The champions, Tampa Bay Lightning, defeat the Blackhawks 7-4. Florida Panthers, very, very surprising team this season, defeat the Nashville Predators 7-4. And the Cavalry Flame, the, the um, Carolina Hurricane, defeat the Dallas Stars 5-1. Tonight's NHL's games is the Vancouver Canucks and the Ottawa Senators, the St. Louis, the Minnesota Wild. Toronto's, Toronto Maple Leafs go at it against the Montreal Canadiens. The Edmonton Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets. The Colorado Avalanche and the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Anaheim and the LA Kings. How many times are they going to play, man? I know they're in the same division, but man, every other night I see that they are playing. It's ridiculous. And the nightcap of the tonight is the Arizona and Arizona Coyotes and the San Jose Sharks. Continue on from NCAA women's basketball from the men's. After a 21-year career building the Baylor women's program into a powerhouse, Kim Mockley will become the next head coach at LSU per release. She will be the eighth LSU women's basketball coaching program history and the winners to ever be hired. She was officially introduced at a press conference this past Monday. Fans were invited to attend a press conference that was held at the Pete, um, um, the Pete Assembly Center. Meckley was introduced into the Basketball Hall of Fame 2020 after leading the Baylor to the national titles in 2005, 2012, and 2019. The two times AP all the AP coach. Basketball college basketball coach of the year arrives in Baton Rouge and a 14 LSU program that hasn't made the NCAA tournament since 2017. Mockley will take over for over for Nikki Farns after um Fargus resigned this week to become um become president of the WNBA's um Las Vegas Ace, according to AP. Fargo's went 117 to 129 in 10 years as LSU head coach, including the first five 20 win seasons, but couldn't manage to repl- re, um, 
um, to failed to be managed the success of LSU program that made five straight Final Fours appearance from 2003 to 2008. Mockley arrived at Waco in 2000 from Louisiana Tech, where she was an All-American player and assistant head coach. Mockley took Baylor to his first women's NCAA tournament in her first season and only missed the tournament once as a head coach in 2003. The Bears have won the Big 12 regular season every year for the last decade. Wow. Dating back to 2011 and was conference tournament champs this past season. Mockley, Mockley a seven-time Big 12 coach of the year, is the fastest coach in the NCAA um, division head coach to reach 600 wins. Um, native of Tiffin, Louisiana, she was C uh, was six thirty two one oh four at Baylor with a uh, eight fifty nine winner percentage, the third best winner percentage in women's basketball history, behind Jenny um, Gino of UConn, and Mockley former coach at Louisiana Leon Barmore. Good news for LSU women's. But another bad news for LSA, for LSU College University. Seven women filed a, a federal class action lawsuit against LSU and its leadership Monday with the university former president, athletic director, as well as athletic funding group among those names of defendants according to the copy of the lawsuit obtained by ESPN. According to a 118-page document, the women attended the Baton Rouge campus at some point from 2013 to 2021 and were a victim of sex-based, sex-based, including rape, sexual assault, sexual harassment, and or stalking, by male LSU students. Unbelievable. The women include three former LSU tennis players, two former student workers in a football recruit office, a former student and a current student. They align a conspiracy by defendants to keep them quiet and depel them of all their constitutional and federal rights in order to protect the, rep- the repercussion and income of LSU Athletic, they are seeking more than $5 million in damages, plus court costs. The lawsuit states that the majority of the women weren't able to report their incidents to the university's Title 12 office because LSU employees discouraged or been over totally prevented them from doing so. The document first obtained by USA Today states the women who were able to file complaints with the Title 12 office were ignored and their complaints were not appropriately investigated or addressed. Some plaintiffs experienced unlawful reputation after attempting to report sex-based them. Um, them um, 
sex-based activities. This is second law suit filed this month against LSU and its leaderships. Lewis earlier filed a federal racketeering lawsuit accusing university officials of retaliating against her for reporting racist remarks and inappropriate sexual behavior by former coach Les Miles. The lawsuit also accused LSU officials of working with law firms to cover up the allegations against Miles, including one day he engaged in explicitive sex acts with a student. Miles and his attorney have declined any wrongdoing. Of course you would. Of course you would. This is just crazy to me. It's really crazy. I believe this is, I believe they're going to win. That's why LSU is, I believe they're on probation now. Uh, from any um, any championships, any awards, anything that have to do with the athletic department. Very unfortunate. Now we're going to jump into this day in sports history. It is now time for this day in sports history. In 1956, the Cincinnati Reds outfielder Frank Robinson hits his first of 586 career home runs. In 1966, the 20th NBA championship consisted of Boston Celtics beating the Los Angeles Lakers four games to three in a best of seven. In 1967, Muhammad Ali refused enlist into the Army and he was stripped of his boxing title. In 1988, the Baltimore Orioles lose the AL record of 21 consecutive games in a row. The 2007 NFL Draft, LSU quarterback Jamarcus Russell was drafted first overall by the Oakland Raiders. This has been this day in sports history. Wow, it's been 14 years since Jamarcus Russell was drafted by the Oakland Raiders. Wow, the guy's supposed to be retired right now, but he was such a big a bust. He's probably, and I won't be surprised if he had a working at a fast food restaurant right now. We're gonna go over to MLB. What I found to be very interesting. The New York Yankees got a problem on their hand, not just this season, but seasons to after this season. The Judge Chambers moving to California. Can you imagine it? For at least a brief moment, that might have been a possibility in 2021. According to the report from ESPN Buster Only, the New York Yankees and the Los Angeles Angels talked about a deal that would have sent Aaron Judge... Back to his native California, the report said the report the report said the report added that the talks were more of likely of flirtatious and perhaps a door opener for other names. Teams talks team talks all the time about a wide range of players from their best to their worst accomplishments. Only wrote. The report didn't detail which other players may have been discussed in the deal. The Yankees were in win-now mode, uh, of course, every year. And exactly, um, and exactly 
trading judge will have created a huge hole in their young lineup. So, needless to say, the move would have been shocking. Not to me. Judge have become the fourth of the post. For face of the pay, um, post, Derek G, the Yankees, a six foot seven, two hundred seventy five pound behemoth who hits trap managers home run, tape managers home run, sports a monster arm, and has a re, um, select um, section named after him in the right corner, right field seats. He has been a sensation since breaking into the majors in 2016, finished second in the American League MVP race, and every and, and earning Rookie of the Year honors. He finished 12th in the MVP vote in 2018. He also a two-time All-Star and a home run derby winner. The problem, he has a difficult stand on the field. Variety's injuries have limited Judge playing time since 2018, set to turn 29 on Monday. The Yankees likely... Wonder how his body will hold up into his 30s. He'll be a free agent after the 22 season. He'll make 10.1 million in 2021. His second year of salary arbitration eligibility. Judge said his representative didn't have talks about the contract extension this offseason. Judge grew up in Stockton, California, and was drafted out of the Fresno State in the first round in 2018. Let me slice this up and like let me slice this up. The New York Yankees is a whore is awful right now. They are very awful. Bottom of the division, bottom of the AL East, 20 and 13. You telling me you are whore worse than the Rays, which is they okay okay team. They went through the lost the World Series. You you worse than the Baltimore Orioles, who haven't been relevant in decades, you have you worse than the Boston Red Sox, your rivalry, and not to mention the Toronto Blue Jays, which you don't even have their whole full lineup probably tonight. George Springer, it's starting tonight, but still they haven't been they have they have been nothing what they people expected them to be this season. Not no World Series contender, to, if you ask me, but it's still early in the season. I'm going to give them, I'm going to cut them some slack. But the Yankees haven't won anything since 2019. Well, 2009, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry, but is it me or I, I would prefer Aaron Judge somewhere else other than right field. I'm sorry. First baseman, a third baseman, a some. I just think it's just too much on them. I think they putting too much on him. I don't at that. I don't think he can handle it. Now they have a good lineup. I love the guy Gino. I love him. But when I saw them lose this series, past series to the um, the Cleveland Indians, let them come back and beat you. I'm like, oh my God, New York Yankees really is this horrible. They in a they in a a a, a, a decent a good enough the division a good enough the division to win that division and make some noise in the postseason. But man, last you're at the bottom of your division when your division not even that strong. I'm not understanding that at all. Hopefully before July they can get about that slump because if they not. They could not even be 
and had it into the postseason. They was my team to watch. Them, the Dodgers, of course the Dodgers, they're the champs. San Diego, San Diego, and Fernando Tatis, this guy is just on another level right now. I'm so, the guy is on another level right now. He deserved all that money. He deserved every penny of that money. I believe what, the 200-something million dollars? The guy is a straight monster, man. The series he just had against... The L.A. Dodgers, even though I don't think they're going to get in a run for their money for that division, but if they sneak in as a wild card or something, man, they're they going to be hard to beat. They're going to be hard to beat in a five- or seven-game series. They are going to be hard to beat. This San Diego lineup, if they pitching, can get on board and not, you know, can go into at least six or deep in the seven, six or seven inning. The San Diego Padres will be a, a contender, but right now they're not. I'm sorry, I can't give it to them right now. It's too early. It's too early for the Yankees, but in that division, man, the division is not that strong for you to be at the bottom. That's just my opinion. But last yesterday. Tremendous games in the NLB. The Minnesota Tim, the Minnesota um, Twins lose to the Cleveland Indians. I don't know what it is about Cleveland, but man, they are really showing out in the um, AL Central. Them and the Kansas City Royals, which they lost yesterday against the Pittsburgh Pirates, two to one. The of course the New York Rangers won yesterday, five to one against the Boston Orioles. Still at the bottom. The uh, Washington Nationals lose to the Toronto Blue Jays 9-1. I mean, 9-5. The Boston Red Sox defeat the um, New York Mets 2-1. And the Tampa Bay Rays take care of Oakland 4-3. Chicago Cubs, I don't know what's going on, but there's no way you should be losing these kind of games to Atlanta. Even though Atlanta is a good enough team, and I'm just starting to believe I'm really starting to believe Atlanta is just not as good as I thought they were. And I really apologize because I really don't think they will make a lot of noise like I thought they would. I really don't. That division sucks, but if they get to another NLCS and lose, well, not like they lost last year being up 3-1 to against the LA Dodgers. And that was just a, a total, a total, uh, 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 um, Straight disaster what happened last season. But, of course, everybody, they're going to blame the COVID-19 pandemic. No, I blame your cold bats. And the pitchers could get out of the jam. But needless to say, Atlanta Braves beat the Chicago Cubs yesterday 5-0. to The Miami Marlins lose to the Milwaukee Brewers 5-4. to Philadelphia Phillies and the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Five to two. I, I wanna do anybody any, do anybody think about this? Any true baseball fan think about Bryce Hopper regretting his decision to go on to the Philadelphia Phillies. I wanna do he regret his decision. Knowing the team that you basically was making yours 
which was the Washington Nationals won a World Series two years ago. I wonder, do he regret his decision of going to Philadelphia? He got to. He have to. And is it me or this guy's just not being talked about at all anymore? And like, yeah, whatever. He was good when he was with them, but he he was a horrible. It seems like that's it seems like that is starting to become the very norm in a lot of leagues. You good, you an all-star, you were everything when you were a team and you helping them win. But when you go to a team that ain't, that absolutely sucks, you become nobody. But you have to blame him for that decision. That was just a horrible decision. I wouldn't have left Washington. They, they was, was going to give you the key. They was going to give you organization. As they lose to the St. Louis um St. Louis Cardinals until they fire the two. The LA Angels lose to the Texas uh, Rangers six to one. Detroit Lions, I mean Tigers, defeat the White Sox five to two. And the Seattle Mariners lose lose a shutout um to Houston Astros two to zero. San Diego lose, as I say, the Padres. If you cannot beat teams like Arizona, you're not going nowhere. They lose to Arizona five to one. Colorado defeat the um, Giants 7-2-5. And the Cincinnati Reds defeat the L.A. Dodgers. A close game, L.A. Dodgers. The early games today were its final. It's Minnesota defeating Cleveland 10-2. That's how you get it. That's how you get the job done. 6-2 as the mini, um, Miami Marlins defeat the um, Milwaukee Brewers, Cincinnati Reds, and the um, New LA Dodgers is in a late innings. The Dodgers hold on to that one, two to zero. Tonight's MLB games: Kansas City and Pittsburgh close out that one. Of course, majority of these games close outs. Boston and New um, New York Mets, the Yankees, Baltimore, the Washington Nationals, and the Toronto Blue Jays, the A's and the Rays. Chicago Cubs and the Atlanta Chicago Cubs can't get swept. It's a must win tonight. You can't get swept to a team that you just beat other night sixteen to five, I believe, or sixteen or something. Um, Philadelphia and St. Louis close out. L.A. Angels and the Texas Rangers, Seattle and Houston Astros, the Detroit and the Chicago White Sox, and San Diego. Padres, Arizona, and the Colorado, Colorado Avalanche, and the San Francisco Giants. Now on to where everybody wait, been waiting for, I bet. NFL Drive is tomorrow. I don't know if I'm watching or not. It just don't excite me this year. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It just don't excite me this year. It really don't. But before the draft, we got some news that I have to address because I saw this and I just... Had to put my little two cents on it. Julio Jones may be made one of the greatest catch in NFL history. And it's about and it's all forgotten. With under five minutes remaining in the game. And the Falcons end up by Falcons up by eight. Everybody know they're talking about the Super Bowl. James um Jones extended on Matt Ryan pass that was probably nine feet in the air. Toe tapped as he was falling out of bounds as the, at the opposing 22s. 
and crawled to the ball like a newborn in what should have been a game-clinching catch. Of course, the Falcons had been leading the game by a score of 28-3, so you probably know what happened next. The Super Bowl loss still looms. Absolutely it do. You can ask any Atlanta Falcons fan or native how you feel about the Falcons or the Hawks. How do you feel about the sports team? They already going to bring up 28-3, to my dude. 28-3. to That's all you have to say to make an Atlanta native or a fan just have nothing to say after that, man. 28-3. to That Super Bowl still looms. Like a thundercloud, a dark thundercloud over the Atlanta Falcons franchise. Not even a franchise, just the whole state. <laughs> Their ever present since what is? Four years later, Atlanta six in a um in a um a prime position, fourth slot in the 2021 NFL draft, which options draft a quarterback to replace Ryan. Draft protect or weaponry on uh, weaponry for Ryan. To that, we can now add more intrigue. Will the Falcon drive to replace a Julio Jones shapehole in their roster? The Falcons are reportedly taking calls on Jones, whose departure would shake the franchise into to its foundation. Peter King and his football. Morning in America column suggests the Falcons could well be listening to inquiries for Jones. The Falcons don't really want to trade Julio Jones. King's right. He's a franchise legend, but he's 32, entering his 11th season. Coming off a banged-up year with seven games missed due to injury, the Falcons are in cap jail. The last part of the key, Jones wasn't would not be dealt for the 2021 pick because that would incur a huge cap hit. But if the Falcons waited until the new league um, new league year on June 2nd to drop to deal Jones, their overcap cap hit drops about more than $15 million, and they can split his charge between 2021 at $7.75 million in 2022 at $15.5 million. Then the salary cap will presumably be much larger. Dylan Jones, who Kings believes is now worth at least a second-round pick, which is kind of sad, will leave a hole in the Falcons' offense. Will leave a hole in the Falcons' offense, which Atlanta could feel about drafting highly tarred um, Cal P. Cal Pitts, which is a good, tremendous tight end, but he ain't Julio Jones. That, in turn, will leave two quarterbacks open for other need teams to draft and will have Atlanta still in need of replacement for Ryan in several years. In short, Jones is now the centerpiece figure of the draft centerpiece team. Kings lists the teams that he believes could be interested in Jones, which is no team should be nowhere near this list. No teams, he say, well, there's only one team I really think about, the Ravens. He picked the New England Patriots, Baltimore Ravens, the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Titans. 
He also wrapped his theory in a warm blanket of precaution. To be very clear, I am not reporting the Falcons will trade Jones or will probably trade Jones. He wrote, I am saying it would not surprise me if it happened. Still, the fact that a theology trade isn't getting laughed off Twitter is a sign that the Falcons are serious about a complete makeover. And this is the end of the end of Jones' career in Atlanta. Then, much like the Falcons in the Super Bowl, it's always because of what could have been. Absolutely. Me, personally, I want trade Jones because what they're going to do for you? I would try to rebuild. I would get rid of Ryan first because he's – I would get rid of him first. That's my personal opinion. Matt Ryan, a good quarterback, but, man, you – you turning the ball over last season. The Super Bowl, you was just awful. Man, at some point, you got to be the lead quarterback and say, you know what, I'm taking, I'm, I'm calling shot from here on out. 28-3, bro. 28-3. You still want to listen to your, uh, 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 a coordinator? And you see where he at right now. He in San Francisco. Kyle um, Shanahan. You see, he just blew his Super Bowl. You see how it, it's just never, it never fails, man. It never fails. But I would not. I would not. I would not trade Julio Jones. I would not do that. Uh uh-uh. uh. I would rebuild around him. Cause if you lose him, who you got at wide receiver? Nobody. You have a tight end. If you do drive Kyle Pitts, have a tight end. No. Well, he can't. He can't. He's not gonna get you Julio Jones numbers. He have to do both. He have to receive and block for the run game. So I would keep Julio Jones. Rebuild with. I rebuild around him. Try to see if anybody is. It's the year of quarterbacks. So why not try to see if you can get in that top probably um you hold the fourth. Try to see if you can get something for Matt Ryan. I would try to trade Matt Ryan, not Julio Jones. It's the other way around. The mock draft, everybody select everybody uh, of course. I don't think it's gonna go like this. Person my personal opinion. I just don't think it's going like this. Of course, number one, I believe number one. Jacksonville will draft Trevor, Trevor Lawrence at quarterback from uh, Clemson. Number two, the New York Jets, they did trade Sam Donaldson. So they have them drafting Zach Wilson. Not too much known about him, but what about this guy, Trey, um, Trey, um, Trey Lance? This guy's getting so much drive buzz, it's ridiculous. That's all I've been seeing. The guy's a good, good well-mannered dude. Not much strong arm in my opinion. He don't have a strong arm in my opinion, but the guy, I, I see. I don't know why I'm saying this, but I see the old Cam Newton in him. I really do. I see the old Cam Newton and the old Russell Wilson, and the leg speed is ridiculous. He he know how to get out the pocket. I believe New York Jets should be looking at him because if they don't, the next team which is the San Francisco 49ers, trade. They did t- um, trade up in the draft. Um, they saying they might take Justin Fields. I'm not sure. I think the Jets will take Justin Fields and the San Francisco will take Trey Lance. The Atlanta, they got them tra- drafting Cal Pitts. I believe that will be a good trade, be a good pick, but still, I don't think they should get rid of Julio Jones. Try to get a young quarterback or um, 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 a quarterback to replace Matt Ryan. 
They got saying Cincinnati um, drafting Jamar Chase is a tremendous dude. Best wide receiver in the draft, in my opinion. He's but I would pick him. Yes, I would pick him over the um the the um, Devontae Smith of the Alabama. I would pick him. Yes, absolutely. The what this guy did in the national championship two years ago, man, I couldn't believe it, man. I and I saw that game live. I saw every down. I just knew ain't no way LSU gonna win this game, gonna lose this game in the Superdome, Superdome in New Orleans. No way. I think he can make a big impact in Cincinnati. Um, Denver, they saying they trying to do trade Lawrence. No, I don't think that will happen. I think they should. Um, they just traded for um, Bridgewater. I think they should try to go get Jalen Waggle out of Alabama wide receiver. And Carolina looked to be trading. Um, it should be um, drafting an uh, offensive line to protect Chris McCaffrey, which is Penny Samuel out of Oregon. And, of course, the last pick goes to the Dallas Cowboys. Unbelievable. No, not last pick, but top ten picks. Um, Patrick, um, Patrick um, Certain out of cornerback of Alabama. Tremendous dude. Can cover anybody to me. I believe, and I can't believe I'm saying this, I believe he the next Jalen Ramsey. My opinion. Got a nice upside to him. Nice body, keep in shape, stay in shape. Going to a, a team like Dallas, if he do go to Dallas, tremendous defense, man. It's all about the offense now. So, we, we shall look forward to tomorrow's NFL draft. The- well, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, that would do it. For this episode of Sports Talk with Marcel, episode number 41. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And I will see you guys next week for another episode, episode number 42. As always, be good, be great, be blessed. Hope you guys have a tremendous week and a weekend. See you next week.